Hello and welcome to the Shiny Bees Podcast, a podcast for those who like their knitting, comedy and yarn in equally large measures. I'm your host Joe Millman and this is episode 75, Joya Noel. Hello and welcome to another episode of the show, the final episode of 2015. I hope you are well since the last time I spoke to you. This podcast is on a slightly delayed schedule as I've been full of a cold. Disappointingly, don't normally get colds but I did have one this week which I suspect might be partially down to the amount of dust being created in the money pit with various works that are ongoing but also possibly just to the end of a kind of very frenetic period really where you slow down slightly and then you tend to catch every germ going. I am recording from a different um, different location today and um, this is a different microphone as well so it might sound slightly different to what you are normally used to and there will be the light sounds of general family hubbub coming upstairs from the lower level as we are at Millie's parents and I'm just grabbing this opportunity to do a bit of recording. The um, His parents live in a quite small house. Um, I've recorded from here before when Sammy was uh, very, very small and um, as you can hear in the background now, there's a bit of general child whooping and cheering and general tellings off. <laughs> all the other sorts of uh, family noise that you would expect to hear at this time of year and um, there's no way to get rid of the noise unfortunately so you'll just have to kind of suck it up in the background and I'm sure it's the same where you are if you're listening to the uh, show right now and you're in a family environment hopefully you'll be having a great time with your families and there will be the faint strains of general family hubbub accompanying your knitting crocheting or whatever else you're doing at the moment. I am in Sussex at the moment in the south of England having dispatched myself from the north via the M6 which was very busy yesterday as you can probably imagine and everyone thinks the M25 is going to be busy which is the ring road around London, ring road around London if you are not familiar. Um, and that was not the case. It's always I find, and everyone else that I know finds, is that the M25 is normally fine. It is the stretch of M6 between sort of Stafford and um, South Manchester that is the busiest bit of motorway in the country. And I certainly found that out to my peril yesterday with a considerable... I think it took me an hour and a half to get 20 miles, which is very disappointing, considering it was about four miles to the motorway. Um, it was very disappointing so yeah it was a long trip but luckily we're here now and enjoying some Christmas festivities as I'm sure all of you are as well. A huge thank you to all of the returning listeners that are coming back today. I hope you are all well and if you are new today thank you for joining us. I hope you'll enjoy what you find here. It's a very chilled day, very laid back, we like a bit of banter. 
don't take ourselves too seriously on this podcast and um, hopefully you will enjoy that as well. Also, thank you for all of those who have emailed in between the last episode and this one, including Marguerite from Australia, who drives a train. I've seen her pictures on Instagram and uh, she took a lot of time to email me personally this week, which really made me smile and was talking about some old episodes of the podcast. This is particularly pertinent because um, last week I was listening through some it was the actual, it was episode 74 I was listening through, and once you finish listening to one episode in iTunes, it automatically takes you back to another one. And this one went back to episode 11, which was way back in the South Africa Chronicles. Um, and so I started listening to it whilst cringing visibly at the sound quality and everything really, the whole thing, the old theme tune which my husband wrote for me, it's, it's still cool, but once you have that theme tune, you put it through a really slow connection so that the resulting file size is very small, so you can upload it on your very retro and very expensive South African Wi-Fi. When you go back to listen to it a couple of years later, it is a little bit painful. You just think, oh, yes, that was that was bad. Um, but it also brought me on to sort of another thing really another thought in the obviously at the end of the year you start to look back on everything that's happened that year and what you've achieved and the good things the not so good things what you've knitted what you didn't quite knit what you frogged what you bought what you destashed all those kind of things as a natural point in the year of taking stock and looking at how things are going and where you are and where you want to be they're all the kind of things as a knitter you will consider. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm one of these people that likes to look forward to everything and is always excited about the next thing we're going to do and the new thing we're going to learn and where we can go to next and the possibilities and the opportunities that are available to us. And that is a good thing. It's a good, important thing to be doing. It's a, it's good to have ambition and to think ahead and think about things you want to achieve and make plans for that and get excited about it. But it's also equally important to look back. Look back at where you've come from. Look back at the progress that you've made. And you might not have knitted an amazing 15 million beaded shawl this year. And you might not have done a, a stranded cardigan or you might not have knit whatever you wanted to knit at the beginning of the year maybe you didn't maybe you didn't manage it but you know what you will have achieved a lot of other things and if you concentrate on what you didn't achieve you're going to miss all of the stuff that you did and Marguerite helped me with this in particular because she talked about a time in the podcast she listened from the beginning she's on she's copped about episode 50 so she's still quite a way behind all of us on episode 75 and um, she talked about the time my friends, well, all the electric went off in Africa and my friends had this um, buffalo wildebeest in their freezer, an entire one, and it defrosted because the um, the power had gone off. And I'd completely forgotten about this. It was, it was hilarious at the time and completely a sort of culture shock really for me for someone to have an entire dead animal hooves and all pretty much in their freezer 
um, to talk about it and to to then have gone so far in the journey down the podcasting route that I've forgotten about that and to have someone remind me about that in particular made me really happy and sort of took me back to that that time and looking at the production quality and everything else of the podcast in episode 11 and uh, cringing a little bit and looking at it now and how much better it is but yet I'm still always looking at it thinking oh, I could make that a little bit better I could make that a little bit better maybe I could tweak this maybe I could tweak that just shows you how far you've come so I'm encouraging you at this point to look back look back on where you started at the beginning of the year and look back at where you are now and look at what you've achieved and accomplished this year instead of making New Year's resolutions, which are utterly pointless, people. Utterly pointless. Don't wait till the New Year to make a plan to change your life. Just get on with it. If you know it's a problem, change it now. Don't wait till then, is my attitude. Um, but a lot of the time we spend looking forward to the New Year and what, what we can do next, and we don't actually take stock and appreciate where we came in the previous year. And for me, it's been a really good year. For you guys, it's been a really good year. The most engaged audience of 2015 it's been a really good year for you you are an award-winning audience after all um to come from you know like the listener figures and everything at the beginning of the year and trying to get into a regular routine and making a plan and getting good content out there and to get into september and winning an award for having the best audience in the world ever and they should have called it that frankly they should have called it the best audience in the world ever but they didn't but anyway Probably because I didn't want to make anyone feel bad. Because you guys were always going to win. Because you are the best audience in the world ever. Um, Looking at that. Looking at knitting an amazing beaded shawl for all of you in a month. Knitting garments. Knitting all kinds of things. Edinburgh Yarn Festival and that being a really big thing. And going there as a podcaster. Sort of centre stage and uh, taking it through to the uh, the growth of TGS being featured in the knitter and obviously all my clients that I've worked with uh, since then it's been a really great year and it could have been really easy for me to look forward and say well I want to achieve this next year and um, not give enough thought and reverence to stuff that's already been achieved so I encourage you at this point to um, take five minutes and have a think back about all the things that you've done in 2015 that at the beginning of the year when you made your New Year's resolutions I wasn't there obviously because I don't believe in them but when you made them if you make them and the plans you had look at what you achieved look at what you didn't achieve against those and basically gaff off anything you didn't achieve because you obviously didn't want it enough and look at all your achievements that you've had outside of those plans and your knitting career and your yarny stuff and also in general life and uh, and just savour and appreciate those really because I think we spend far too much time looking forward and not enough time sitting there patting ourselves on the back and saying how amazing we are so yeah I guess um, I'm in a bit of a pensive mood um, at the moment in terms of appreciating where we've come from and what happened at the beginning of the year and what you know if next year is as good as this year what we could achieve so without further ado i think we better crack on with the show before i get totally philosophical on you and um it all gets a little bit out of hand so get yourself a drink a mulled wine would be entirely appropriate as would a, a baileys or maybe even a sherry 
and we shall crack on with the show. So it is Christmas Eve in the shiny household and for all of you it will be the same. The faint strains of family noise are getting a little bit louder. I think there's some definite excitement going on downstairs. Um, And first of all I'm going to crack off with a bit of a pattern pick for you in terms of some bauble patterns that you might want to give uh, a quick bash this evening or over Christmas for next year's decorations perhaps. You can't have Christmas without a few baubles. Is my opinion, and you know what? If everyone had eyelash yarn tinsel in their lives, then the whole world would be a better place, quite frankly. I'm gonna put that on my list for next year. Um, but first of all, before we crack into the proper festivities, I think it is only right and proper that we acknowledge all of those of ye who are enjoying Christmas or enduring Christmas, whichever one of those it is without one or more of your family or loved ones who are not available to be there for Christmas with you this evening, tomorrow and throughout the period, be that because you are a military family and you have a loved one stationed overseas or away on operations uh, from any of our armed forces in the UK and abroad, our allies and friends abroad if you have family who are in the police and fire and uh, NHS or anyone else who has to work over the festive period to make sure that all of us are safe thank you for your sacrifice and letting them go to work I'm not going to say thank you for the retail workers not seeing that no I'm not really seeing that I've had a lot of um, Facebook things saying thank you for the retail workers who are away from their loved ones this Christmas I'm like you're not risking your life not I appreciate you, but really, not the same thing. Um, but for any of you that are, do have families away, who are in the emergency service, or, or our forces, or NHS, or anyone else who is crucial, because retail is not crucial, sorry guys, it's not, to um, everyone being safe this Christmas, then thank you, and hopefully they will be back with you very soon, and you won't be alone for too long. So... We need to amp up the Christmas, amp up the love, and I'm not going to trot out any um, wizard or anything like that, but I do feel there's been a, a massive lack in my life this Christmas of Mariah and Kirsty McCall. It's been a bit quiet on the Mariah front. It's not Christmas till Mariah's come on. Who else thinks that? I totally think it's not Christmas till Mariah's been on, but I do love Kirsty McCall and the Pogues as well, and I've not really heard enough of that. Now, I can't play it on the podcast because I've been breaking several licenses, but... Um, if you're at home and you have that, crank it up now and get your knitting out and we'll look at some patterns. First up then we have the Bauble Cushion by Kim Dickinson. This is a pattern from Knit Now 54 and it's knitting Navia Trio. It's a DK white weight pattern for a bauble adorned cushion. It's like Fair Isle, um, stranded knitting. Very classy um, bauble cushion. It feels quite scandy um, in looks. It's got three baubles with um, a star, a tree and a reindeer. So if you want to add some kind of classy Christmas chic to your um, entertaining perhaps on your interior decor, then I'm sure Ideal Home would be all over that bad boy. 
Next up, we've got the Bauble and Ball Slouchy Hat by Deborah Tomasello. This is a paid-for pattern. It's $4.80 US. And this is a colourwork hat done in fingering weight yarn. Um, the reason why I've picked this is, is because of the small, beady-eyed, Pomeranian-type dog <laughs> in the pictures. You know me, I'm a sucker for a dog in knitwear and it would appear I'm also a sucker for a dog near to knitwear. So that is Bauble and Ball Slouchy Hat by Deborah Tomasello. Next up, this is my favourite one. I think there is no excuse for any of you not to have eyelash or funky fur tinsel on your trees next year. Don't give me any excuses, I don't want to hear them. I just want to see this funky fur patterning. Because this is a free pattern for decorations. Now, there are some mini stockings and some baubles you could consider. But I heartily encourage you to get in there with the tinsel. Get out your eyelash yarn and have a bit of fun with this one. This is the um, Christmas tree decorations. Next up, we've got the Mystic Tree Baubles uh, by Feeny. These are paid for patterns of $5.40 US. And they're like little mini wizards, um, quite creepy, quite creepy baubles. They've got little beards and stuff. There's a few different varieties on, on the theme of creepy little guys' heads, basically, um, to adorn your tree with. Then we have the pretty, fizzy Christmas bauble cocoon, which, not fizzy, it's fuzzy, sorry. Pretty fuzzy Christmas bauble cocoon, which... Given that we've been on about mohair for a while, we had to squeeze one of these in. It is a free pattern for lace bauble covers in uh, Kid Silk Haze and Kid Silk Night uh, to make fuzzy, fluffy little mohair Christmas baubles. This is a pattern by Already Colas and um, it's part of a collection, the name of which escapes me at the moment, but I will link to it in the show notes, never you fear. So if you've got a bit of uh, leftover mohair from all of our mohair adventures this year, that could be your 2015 bauble. And next year you'll pull it out and uh, you'll have knit loads more stuff in mohair because you'll love it now. And you'll be able to look back and go, oh, do you remember when Joe first started talking about mohair? And I thought it was itchy and horrible and Alice told me it wasn't. There you go, all over it. This one is a particular favourite as well of mine, although not as favourite as the tinsel is the Festive Dub Ball Camper Van Bauble PDF Knitting Pattern by Tracy Harrison, who is Snugnadub on Ravelry. It is a free pattern and basically it's like the front-on view of a Volkswagen camper van. So that is actually, could be quite a good present, perhaps a little stocking filler. Um, or if you just like camper vans, then you could have an all, a whole tree full of them. And finally... Um, we have Knitting for the Holidays by Penny Cabralana. This is a free pattern and um, basically it's a little miniature knitting set that you put inside a glass bauble um, to put on your tree, which is really cool. I'm not really sure where you get the glass baubles from. I'd imagine you get them from Hobbycraft and places like that, but I'm sure Google and the internet will provide. And yeah, you basically use cocktail sticks and beads and things to make a little miniature set of knitting, which would be a really cool gift for uh, Knit Night, Knit Secret Santa Swap. So they're my little festive bauble picks for you, very quick, because I am aware that it's now after Christmas and I didn't quite get to finish um, the, the podcast episode 
in time for that. However, you were never going to make them all in that evening beforehand and you can get a head start on uh, next year's Christmas tree with some of these patterns now. So a little bit of bead-along news for you. Several people have already finished with their beaded project, the bead-along, shiny bead-along, that's been ongoing for the past few weeks. I started a shawl and promptly ripped it out after getting a little bit aggravated and overwhelmed in general with life and having zero capacity to actually knit something um, that needed a bit of thought and the yarn and needles just and bees just sat there for a little while my friend uh, Sal bought me uh, Voodoo which is another one of Boonitz's patterns it's a latest one that was a mystery knit along from Halloween beautiful pattern as a gift and it's entirely appropriate choice for the uh, yarn that I have and I downloaded it and was really excited until I found that it had the same increases the mate one right, mate one left, mate one right pearl, mate one left pearl that the other one had had and I was a little bit confused because I hadn't had this problem with out of darkness and I just thought oh it's going to be the same again anyway it was pointed out in the uh, bead along chat thread um, that there are there is an alternative um, increase for these shawls. So instead of doing like a knit, mate one, knit, mate one on one side, and then it's like mate one left, mate one right, on different sides of the shawls. And obviously on the pearl side, you had knit one left pearl, knit one, or mate one left pearl, mate one right pearl. It's just a bit of a pain in the ass, to be honest with you. Um, and, and not what you want if you just want to be dribbling while you're doing your knitting, which is generally what I want, really. Um, not in public, because that'd be a bit weird, but I don't want to really be having to check the pattern and think about it too much. And um, it was pointed out that there is an alternative um, increase for um, the... But all, all four, basically, of the increases, there is an alternative way to do it that is just like a knit yarn over knit in one stitch. So you get three stitches from one. Um, and the standard, um, just a yarn over on the pearl side instead of make one left pearl and make one right pearl or whatever it was. Um, which makes it so much easier. So I'm now, like, I finished section one, rattled through that. So if you are knitting either of... Um, be with you or voodoo or another of the patterns that has this awkward feeling um increase to you if it just feels awkward to me nothing it's not rocket science nothing wrong with the way the pattern's written I, it just bugs me irrational not i'm not sorry <laughs> it just bugs me um it's just i don't know what it is about it that this this method of increase it just aggravates me um but you can just use the other method use the knit yarn over knit basically in one stitch instead and you know bob's your uncle you're away so um i will copy that over into the show notes for any of you that are uh, working on that or would like an easier way of doing increases or i know quite a few of you have not started knitting a beaded shawl yet because you were doing christmas knitting or whatever else um and you may be looking at starting one soon now that all of that's out of the way um i would highly recommend checking out the um techniques section 
in uh, the Boonitz group if you are finding any of it a little bit tricky. But I will um, transpose that across um, to the show notes, but it is in the chat thread for the Bead Along. And obviously with that in mind and the fact that I didn't quite start at the same time as anyone else, I am going to be carrying on past the sort of deadline of the 10th of January, I think it was, um, just till I get this... um, this show finished but now that I've got a good increase method I am I'm winning I'm cooking on gas and that is a, a good point to bring up in general in your knitting if there's a way that's, that a designer has decided to construct whatever it is that you're knitting and you don't like the way they've done the increase or anything like that and um, just go and have a look for something else you know there's, there's no there's no knitting police you can do what you want really um, but that's definitely going to be my kind of book of good gen from now on is that um, changing those increases for the knit yarn over, yarn over knit in one stitch instead. So I'm going to round up with a little bit of podcast news um, just to finish off this episode for this year because unfortunately my cold did turn into sinusitis and I'm in a reasonable amount of pain um, when I'm not high as a kite on some um, basically sinus medication that I think is pretty much banned or very highly controlled in the US because it's used in the manufacture of methamphetamine. (laughs) So I'm going to keep this one fairly brief and because I know all of you are are busy over the festive period as well. So um, podcast news wise, the Patreon campaign that I mentioned last time is now live. Thank you to those of you that are already on board with that. Uh, If you don't know what Patreon is, it's basically a way for creators um, to engage with their audience and for audiences to support creators um, in what they're making. It's I kind of like crowdfunding for podcasts or crowdfunding for comic drawers or crowdfunding for lots of different things um, just to basically assist with the running cost of the podcast and um, that is now live and I will be emailing a link out to all of the um, newsletter subscribers but it is it is up there and uh, yeah very excited it's a new platform for me and I need to figure out exactly how to get all of the stuff across on there and get all of the extra things set up that uh, I have promised you if you are a patron of the podcast but yeah it's going to be cool it's going to be good fun I'm looking forward to our first virtual knit night because it will be virtual knit nights for patrons as well and like where everyone can join in not just like a hashtag on twitter no 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 it'll be a full-on like virtual almost like a webinar where everyone can join in and talk and stuff it's going to be cool so that is live you can find it at www.patreon.com p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash shiny bees and there's a little video on there felt like an idiot not that good of a video because <laughs> i've fidgeted too much and um, but i've got a video on there for you and um hopefully we will be able to have some fun with that uh, in future also the swagporium is about to open as it's become known, the Shiny Bee Swagporium. It's an emporium for swag, hence Swagporium. I feel like I was so clever. I kept patting myself on the back for that one. Um, but the Swagporium will be opening its doors this week and in there will be our Shiny Bee's yarn that I've commissioned to celebrate you being the most engaged audience in the world ever. 
2015. <laughs> and um, I have partnered up with Michelle Berry. I'm letting the cat out of the bag of Berry Colourful Yarnings, who was interviewed on the podcast and she is um, based in the state. She is a self-stripe specialist, if you will, by trade. And um, there's going to be a shiny bee self-stripe and uh, some semi-solids as well of the self-striping colours in non-glittery and glittery because there can never be too much glittery yarn in your life and that's all going to be available in the Swagporium along with uh, Shiny Bee's project bags as well to come in the next couple of weeks so um, we'll put the yarn up first it's going on pre-orders um, so it will be the orders pre-orders will be fulfilled probably um beginning of february depending on where you are and um yeah really exciting it's a two two color self stripe and uh it's so cool i'm so excited <laughs> it's far more exciting than tgs yarn because i've actually like asked for something so it's kind of somewhere in between whereas tgs yarn just gets made you know i'll just say right there's a picture crack on i'm not interfering with your artistic stuff this time I've actually been able to ask and we've discussed it and it's really exciting. So I will be giving um, some of that away in a giveaway and um, the rest will be in the Swagporium on pre-orders and uh, to be sort of delivered in, in February. I'm very excited. And details for that will be up. Um, I'll put them on Facebook and in the Ravelry group and it'll go out to all the newsletter people, of course. Newsletter people will get a bit of advance notice um, of the Swagporium throwing open its doors, its massive gilt Rococo doors, and uh, welcoming you all in. So exciting times at Shiny Headquarters. If there's anything else you would like to see in the Swagporium, I believe there will be a call for sturdy gusseted bags, and I, I will answer that call for you. Um, but if there is anything else you'd like to see in the Swagporium in particular, mugs, t-shirts, whatever you want, and let me know. I will see if I can make it happen. So I'm afraid that is all we have time for this episode. Apart from one final, 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 final thing. Um, tomorrow, most likely tomorrow, um, I was interviewed on a podcast at a couple of weeks ago now called Podcast Divas and this is a show that's hosted by Catherine Bryant and she interviews female podcasters uh, talking about the shows, how they got started, all different kinds of female podcasters in fact and um, I'm going to be on the show. She tells me it will probably go live tomorrow which will be Monday and I will obviously share it around and put links in the show notes and remind you in the next episode to go listen to it. Um, but if uh, you want to hear me talk about how great my audience is, which is all of you, <laughs> then uh, you can go over there and uh, check it out. And also have a listen to some of her other um, episodes because it's a really interesting show. I like the concept and listening to the stories of how lots of different female podcasters, because there's a lot of men, apart from in craft, every other genre is very male dominated. Um, there's a lot of men out there podcasting, so it's good to have a, a kind of girls only show really where you can go and find other female podcasters so that is podcast divas by Catherine bryant it is on uh, itunes and i will put a link up on social media and remind you again in the next episode to go and give it a listen 
But that is all we've got time for this week. I hope you have had fun. Thank you for bearing with me in my various uh, illnesses, uh, microphone and location changes and everything else crazy that goes on at Christmas. I will be back um, the first week in January. I already have some comedy stories for you, including my auntie getting savaged by a dog, <laughs> amongst other things. Um, but yeah, all that remains for me to say is take care, have a great week, and happy crafting. I'll speak to you all again soon. Bye. to the shiny bees podcast a podcast for those who like their knitting comedy and yarn in equally large measures if you'd like to get in contact with me you can do so via the blog or i'm shiny bees on ravelry instagram twitter pinterest and facebook you can email me at shinybeesinfo at gmail.com music for this episode is provided by a music alley and it is adam and the water boys and i need a drink i need a drink